Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I have the 46th episode of my Bioweapon Blues series. It started last August. Today is September 27th, 2023. So it started back in 2022. And there's just more and more information coming out. And I will read after I do these videos, I will read from something that came out of Congress about Fauci secretly visiting the CIA to set up the story about where this virus came from. And it's becoming more and more clear it was it was genetically modified gain of function. Where it's from is another question. But I did the proximate origin paper and that showed that Fauci was manipulating people and the CIA has also been caught paying uh, experts for their opinion so it's just becoming more and more interesting considering the consequences how many people have died and how many trillions of dollars were moved around and spent uh, was uh, just just enormous amounts of money were lost or paid for the CARES Act etc so this one will focus a lot on Fauci. I'm going to play the first video, if you're watching this on Rockfin, will be Fauci eating his boogers and also Fauci making Masonic poses. And then we'll talk and go into Fauci uh, about mask nonsense, his emails lying. He's lying again. He's constantly lying. Lied under oath. There's been, I think I mentioned this in the last one, that he's been referred for prosecution to the DOJ from Congress. Obviously, the DOJ has done nothing because it really isn't about justice anymore, which is a shame. Um, he also lied about lockdowns, AZT, so I'll cover that, so I'll play those videos. Then uh, another, I just kind of retread of another video I've played about Bill Gates saying the next pandemic and the final solution interesting words and then the new cdc director the one who came after walensky is trying to kill your children uh trying to get them with the rsv shot that only really 25 people died if that statistics even worth anything but it's worth it to uh inject people with dangerous poisonous shots which you know you know you can't trust these people to be um honest about what's in the shots you really can't and then there'll be uh, Kamala Harris will be dancing. If you're watching this video, obviously she's immune from COVID. So they're talking about masking up and all this other stuff while she's out partying. Uh, genius vice president. And then a Jimmy Dore clip about nobody forced anybody for Pfizer. And then uh, Joe being insulted. And also the Russians have been talking about biowarfare and finding biowarfare facilities. So I'll play that video as well. Of them and uh, we'll kind of talk over that as well so thank you here's an email chain from April of 2020 can you turn to the yeah second to last page Here's an email chain from April of 2020. Can you turn to the uh, second to last page?
24-7. This percentage that's really misled by these conspiracy theories, it's unclear to me. There's millions of messages out there, you know, where my name or Dr. Crouch's name is used, but do people really believe that stuff? So Tony has security 24-7. It started in the spring of 2020. You know, and they go with us everywhere we go. You feel like you have to be aware all the time that there's a possible danger. I mean, I get some on my own. You know, you're gonna rot in hell and you should be hung. Uh, you know, things like that. Dr. Fauci, do you know Sylvia Burwell? I do. Who's that? Sylvia Burwell is the former secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services and the current president of American University. Uh, did she email you in February of 2020 asking whether she should wear a mask as she was traveling in the airport in the early stages of the uh, pandemic? Just um, speculative. Sylvia uh, has, over the past couple of years, um, asked me advice about personal safety during the COVID-19 pandemic. And in particular, in February of 2020, did she email you and say, I am traveling to Redacted. Folks are suggesting I take a mask for the airport. Is this something I should do? You know, I don't recall specifically that. I, I, I do know that Sylvia has called me over the last couple of years asking me questions about health. I don't specifically recall that. Do you recall writing this in response? Masks are really for infected people to prevent them from spreading infection to people who are not infected, rather than protecting uninfected people from acquiring infection. The typical mask you buy in the drugstore is not really effective in keeping out virus, which is small enough to pass through material. It might, however, provide some slight benefit in keep out gross droplets if someone coughs or sneezes on you. I do not recommend that you wear a mask, particularly since you're going to a low-risk location. Do you recall writing that? I vaguely recall talking to her about certain safety issues regarding masks. Do you specifically recall recommending that she not wear a mask as she's traveling during well, that? If that's an accurate, uh, I mean, you're asking me if I recall. Yeah. I don't recall. I mean, these things, thousands of things happen. If you show me an email that has my name and the proper identification and I said that, I would not argue with you. It would not be out of the question. Fauci's emails have been leaked. I've been waiting a year for this, and here's the highlights. First off, we have an email to Fauci dated January 31st, 2020, saying that the virus could have been potentially engineered. Secondly, they knew of two different drugs that help with COVID-19. First one, Alvesco. Second one, you guessed it, hydroxychloroquine. First, we have Alvesco, effective treatment for late-stage COVID-19 patients. Some patients on ventilators who were approaching death have fully recovered from treatment. Dang, I wish we would have knew about that, like, you know. Ah, and then we have hydroxychloroquine, the evil drug that Trump told us about. Darn, Trump. You know, isn't it so funny that they told their family and friends that hydroxychloroquine was safe and effective, but they told you that it wasn't. And then we have the mask you were being mandated to wear 
yet they weren't actually that effective. It's really sad that you were lied to and we tried to tell you. Twitter finally released the uh, highly anticipated Fauci files months after Elon Musk promised they'd be made public. Former Senate investigator Paul Thacker's report shows Dr. Anthony Fauci even lied under oath. For background here, on November 23rd, he denied any knowledge of tweets or use of Twitter while in a deposition. But the new file drop shows that Fauci actually took control of the White House COVID response account twice during the pandemic. These takeovers happened in March and April of 2021. In January, Fauci said he had no association with Twitter a month after Elon Musk tweeted, my pronouns are prosecute slash Fauci. A lot of people are spouting out a lot of things about me and Twitter. I don't have a Twitter account. I've never had a Twitter account. I don't intend on having a Twitter account. And I've had nothing to do with Twitter. So I don't know what they're talking about when they say that, Neil. I just don't. I'm puzzled. Musk revealed months ago that Twitter workers had a dedicated Fauci fan club on a Slack channel. But Thacker's report also shows how a former lead company attorney was one of the attorneys Fauci interfaced with on disinformation at Twitter. At the same time, Thacker says Twitter also worked with big pharma companies to shape vaccine marketing campaigns. This included actively silencing dissenting voices while promoting COVID-19 vaccines. I don't know how many times I can say it, Madam Chair. We did not fund gain-of-function research to be conducted in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. In our health lead, we now know that a bat coronavirus was enhanced in a lab. NIH and NIAID categorically has not funded gain-of-function research to be conducted in the Wuhan Institute. The National Institutes of Health acknowledged that it funded research of a virus that was studied at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The experiment unexpectedly, we're told, made a bat coronavirus more contagious than the original naturally occurring one. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress. And I do not retract that statement. A new letter raising questions about experiments in a Wuhan lab. What was, let me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its transmissibility to humans. Right. You're saying that's not gain of function. Yeah, that is correct. And, and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. For years, the National Institutes of Health provided grant money to the People Health Alliance Research Group, which conducted experiments with bat coronaviruses in Wuhan, China. And if anybody is lying here, Senator, it is you. That's where you are getting. Let me finish. We don't know. We don't Wait know. It didn't I come from the lab, but all the evidence is pointing that it came from the lab. You, and there will be responsibility for those who funded the lab, including yourself. National Institute of Health admitted this week that it funded controversial gain-of-function research using coronaviruses at a lab in China at the epicenter of the pandemic. Contradicting claims from Dr. Anthony Fauci that American tax dollars never paid for that kind of research. I have not lied before Congress. I have never lied certainly not before congress case closed well i didn't recommend locking anything down and the record will show neil that we didn't recommend shutting everything down i recommended 
to the president that we shut the country down. Uh, and that was a very difficult decision because I knew it would have serious economic consequences, which it did. We had treated people like adults and given them the information as qualified like you guys do about everything else in our medical lives. Nobody gives you 100% of anything. Everything's percentages. Don't you think maybe we would have avoided the lockdowns? I have to disagree with you, Chris. I love you, but I got to disagree with you. Go ahead. Because <laughs> the fact is that by saying you don't know doesn't really change whether or not you're going to lock down. Lockdowns got a bad reputation, but remember, when we put a pause on things for 15 days and then an additional 30 days, it was at a time when the hospital system in New York was being overrun. And the only way you stop that is by essentially stopping the virus in its tracks. You can do that by locking down, but lockdown has to be the last resort and it can never be permanent. Address this issue and expand the uh, the indication for, for AZT. He didn't even blink. This was entirely second nature to him to unblinkingly get on television night after night and speak of this incredibly toxic chemical. And I mean, really toxic. People with asymptomatic HIV infection. Since AZT is a, is a drug that's already on the market, physicians can, can, at their discretion, prescribe it for whatever it is that they want to prescribe it for. Anthony Fauci made a decision at a certain point and came out with it that anybody with CD4 cells lower than 500, though they were still healthy and not symptomatic of AIDS, should go on AZT as a preventive measure. All participants whose T4 counts are less than 500 should be offered AZT. I knew that the drug had come out of a, an anti-cancer program. Uh, it, it basically, it's a modified uh, nucleic acid. Our, you know, our DNA and RNA are made of, of these little chemical bases, and when you modify some of them, they can jam the machinery of cells replicating. That's how a lot of chemotherapy drugs work, and this is just the same. One person I interviewed, his brother was perfectly healthy and had been persuaded to go on a high dose of AZT, and he was dead within a year, but also his face melted, melted away. It's like, it's, it's like Hiroshima, very powerful radiation. He was diagnosed. He had advanced AIDS, near death, just months to live, massive infections in his lungs, all over his body, uh, Kaposi's sarcoma, lesions on his skin, high titers of the virus all throughout his body. And instead of being dead today, as most of the people taking AZT were by undergoing hyperthermia at the University of Rome, today he is alive and well. There is a successful series of treatments. I use the word treatments. Uh, there's no one treatment I think is better than any other. Hyperthermia, vitamin C drips, ozone treatment. I had taken my medical records down to the National Institutes of Health to Dr. Fauci's lab and showed them because they have presently discredited this treatment. And that's why our federal government has not allowed it here in the United States as of yet. Um, showed them my medical records. And what I did is I blanked out a set that had my name on it showed them and said, well, what do you think of this? Their response is, well, this person obviously got better. What did they do? Fauciism 
is a, an absolute contempt for natural non-toxic therapies, a contempt for the whole dialectic and discussion about what is an immune system, what is health, how do you detoxify, what does it mean when you're, when you're getting sick from a, a chronic illness, uh, is it just a matter of attacking the accused pathogen with the most toxic drugs kind of imaginable. AZT at the time was the most toxic drug that had ever been put in a capsule and given to human beings. Final solution, uh, which is a year to two years off, is the vaccine. So we've got to go full speed ahead on all three fronts. Uh, just to head off the conspiracy theorists, maybe we shouldn't call the vaccine the final solution. Maybe just the Good best point. solution. <laughs> okay. Then this is Hi, this is Dr. Mandy Cohen, Secretary of the North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services. And I'm here today at our pediatrician's office getting our COVID-19 vaccine. So these are my daughters who are seven and nine. This is Evelyn and Sophie. I could not be more relieved to get them their vaccine today. We know that this vaccine has been through a rigorous clinical trial. Um, I've gotten the chance to look at that data myself. Um, you know, we love our kids so much and we want to make good decisions for them and their health. And I was really happy that we have a safe and effective COVID vaccine. And I was really proud of them today that they got their vaccine. It was a huge sigh of relief for mom. So I hope everyone goes out and gets their COVID vaccine for their kids as soon as possible. Everyone five and older can get a COVID-19 vaccine. Visit my I get a COVID vaccine now? So until the full updated vaccine is available, and like I said, that will be coming in middle of September, those who have never been vaccinated, and then some people who are older and higher risk at, for COVID infection might be best to get the existing COVID shot now and not wait. The most important thing is talk to your doctor or your nurse practitioner about what's right for you. It's important to note that if you do get the current COVID-19 vaccine now um, or in early September, it could delay your ability to get this updated vaccine that's coming out in the middle of September. So again, talk to your doctor or nurse practitioner. I'm fully aware that people, nurses, doctors, people to have their jobs, to keep their jobs, were forced to have the vaccination. Now, do you retract your statement that they were not forced? Uh, Senator, no, I, I believe firmly that nobody was forced to have a vaccine. So now we know we've reported this on the show, 70,000 healthcare workers alone, 70,000 healthcare workers alone in New York state lost their jobs. 70,000, and when, when healthcare workers won't take a vaccine, isn't that like the kitchen help won't eat the food? And 70,000 of them lost their job. Now watch this. Get the jab or risk losing your job. That's the ultimatum facing hundreds of thousands of essential workers tonight. I believe everybody was offered an opportunity 
to get a vaccine or not get a vaccine. I don't believe that anybody was forced to take a vaccine. Coercion is not consent, but that won't matter for authorised workers if they want to keep their job. Well, then they won't be going to work. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. If you make the judgement to not get vaccinated and you reckon you can wait out us or the publican or whoever you want to think you're waiting out. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. Life will become very difficult for the unvaccinated from January 31. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. No gym, no yoga classes, no gigs, no dance, dance floors, no hospital or aged care visits. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. Message snuffed out at Mooney Ponds, Knox and Mordialic by police. I'm not taking lectures on freedom. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. If an employer allows an unvaccinated staff member on site, they can be fined more than $21,000 and the business will be hit with almost a $110,000 fine. Workers who falsely claim they've had the jab will wear a $10,000 fine. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. About some people not uh, not wanting to take vaccines. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. If you think you can not have a vaccine just because you don't want to have a vaccine. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. What a hide you have. What, what a ridiculous position is that? Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. Don't play that game of let's just wait them out uh, and then we'll be able to do everything we want to do and have not got jabbed. No, that, that will not be the case here. Nobody was forced to have a vaccine. It's a little bit controversial, the mandate, because... So here's the president of Pfizer talking about how he mandated a vaccine at his own company. Watch this. He said it was very controversial because some people... Some people, they feel uh, they're reactive and stronger to the mandate. But also, on the other hand, it works. Everybody was forced to have a vaccine. But they put a, a mandate. They put a mandate. So put mandate, if you don't get vaccinated and you're above 60 years old, 100 euros per month penalty. It's a fine. It's a like, fine. Everybody was forced geez. to have a vaccine. Because they work. I've seen it. Even at Pfizer, we, were, we had to make a, a, a mandate for vascular people. And uh, although we were at 90%, but this 90 was not moving. And it moved to 97%. Up to what? 97. Uh -huh. Vaccinated. So it's a very big deal. So there's those two clowns from Pfizer answering questions to politicians in Australia saying that nobody was ever mandated. Here's the president of their own company saying that they had a mandate at their own company. These people are criminal liars. I just can't. I, and so this is the latest lie now. The latest lie is no one was ever. No one was ever for the first lie was uh, the, the vaccine would stop the transmission and it would stop the pandemic. The second lie was we never said the vaccine would stop the transmission and stop the pandemic. And now the third lie is that, oh, we never mandated it. We never made it that everybody could have a choice to take the vaccine. We never made anybody take it. And people repeat this and believe it. I, I don't know what's it. I, I hope there is a question in there for you somewhere, Brett. Yeah, well, I, I think I know uh, how it is that they are telling this lie. What they mean is no one was physically forced. They were obviously coerced, threatened, unemployed if they didn't follow through. Uh, we've seen it here in the state of Washington. Uh, you know, our ferry system is a mess because the governor fired the unvaccinated ferry workers and never rehired them. And so here's the important point, though. We're out here dicking around over 
minutia, interpretations, uh, mo um, uh, groups of video clips that tell a clear story. This was all sorted out at Nuremberg. The fact is, informed consent was codified by the Nuremberg court because the Nazi doctors violated a principle that even though it had not been spelled out, um, the court believed every doctor should understand, which is that not only does a patient have a right to refuse any experimental treatment, but they have a right to full information about what that treatment is. And the fact is, we were not well informed, we were lied to, and consent was coerced. That is a double violation of the Nuremberg Code. This is something over which seven doctors were literally hanged until dead. That's how important this principle is. And we are pretending that it never happened. This was an obvious violation, and we ought to remember that. Wow, he's finally here! Wow, yeah! Awesome, awesome! Yeah, thanks for nothing! Thanks for nothing! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! He's saying we do not exclude the possibility that the U.S. will use these mutated viruses in an offensive capacity with the intent to impose global control by creating biological crises. Okay, so here are the slides. I'll get started with some of these slides and uh, I'm going to read some documentation about what came out. This is from the House Oversight Committee. One step reveals new allegations that Dr. Fauci potentially influenced CIA COVID-19 origins investigation. And so I will read the document that he sent over. It is Dear Inspector General Grimm, the Select Subcommittee on Coronavirus Pandemic has received concerning information regarding the CIA's investigation into the origins of COVID-19. According to information gathered by the Select Subcommittee, Dr. Anton Anthony Fauci, then director of NIAID, played a role in the CIA's review of origins of COVID-19. The information provided suggests that Dr. Fauci was escorted into CIA headquarters without a record of entry, without a record of entry, and participated in the analysis to influence the agency's review. Our goal is to ensure the scientific investigative process regarding the origins of COVID-19 was fair, impartial, and free of alternative influence. The select subcommittee's goal is to ensure accountability and transparency. The American people deserve the truth, to know the origins of the virus, and whether there was a concerted effort by public health authorities to suppress the lab leak theory for political or national security purposes. Accordingly, information regarding specific movements of Dr. Fauci throughout the pandemic is reasonable and hardly intrusive, especially considering he is no longer employed by the federal government. He is no longer a protectee of the Inspector General, and we are not requesting any information regarding his current movements. To assist the select subcommittee with its investigation, we request the following documents and information as soon as possible, but no later than October 10th, 2023. One, documents sufficient to show any DHS or Inspector General authorized, supported, or otherwise affiliated with the movements of Dr. Anthony Fauci from January 1st, 2020. January 1st, 2020 through December 31st, 2022 into any CIA-owned, operated, or occupied building, including but not limited to the George Bush Center of Intelligence. Two, all documents and communications between or among employees or contractors of the Department of Health and Human Services Office 
regarding the admittance or entry of Dr. Fauci into any CIA-owned operated building. So they kind of repeat that over and over again. In addition to these documents, we request you make Special Agent Brett Rowland available for a voluntary transcribed interview at a date to be determined. Accordingly, the committees will contact you to schedule the interview. The committees reserve their right to conduct the follow-up interviews or request testimony from other witnesses pertinent to our investigation. The select subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic is authorized to investigate the origins of the coronavirus pandemic, including but not limited to the federal government's funding of gain-of-function research and executive branch policies, deliberations, and decisions, activities and internal and external communications related to the coronavirus pandemic. Thank you for your attention to this very important matter. So that's very important. That just came out today's September 27th, so it was just yesterday or today. Um, there's also an interesting, somebody says he's fascinated by autoimmune, Fauci is fascinated by autoimmune diseases. He got asked this question in science. I think it was this interview where he said, trust me, I am the science. Question is, let's say you were starting your research career today. What would you study? Answered by Fauci. I keep getting fascinated by autoimmune diseases that seem to get triggered by an aberrant stimulation of the immune system. More than 40 years ago, when I was the physician for the NIH, I was struck by a subset of patients who would come in, usually following a viral infection, and they didn't know what it was because no one ever cultured it. They would say, something is wrong. I just don't feel right. I get tired twice as easy. I feel achy. My rhythm is screwed up. I don't sleep very well. People later started talking about myalgic encephalitis, chronic fatigue syndrome. What is it about? I'm fascinated by this. There's a combination of genetic, epigenetic, environmental factors that kicks off in people following an infection. So he knows about that. So he also did like some five-month-old aborted baby scalp studies. That was really weird. That's on that slide. And there's evidence that he knew about the gain of function in an email February 1st, 2020. He says the suspicion was heightened by the fact that scientists in Wuhan University were known to have been working on gain of function experiments to determine the molecular mechanisms associated with bat viruses adapting to human infection. And the outbreak originated in Wuhan. So he, he acknowledges that. This is clear. There's another one from 2021. NIH is now accused of spending $100 million of taxpayers' money on torturing lab monkeys with acid and stinks. That's one. It's in 2021. New. The bioengineering of SARS-CoV-2 is actually extremely sophisticated. The virus can use various receptors to infect various cell types including immune cells, T-cells, according to this recently published study. HIV, the virus that causes AIDS, also infects these T-cells. If you recall, very early in the pandemic, a group of scientists published a study that showed that the COVID virus has tiny fragments from the HIV virus. Tony Fauci immediately attacked these scientists and forced them to retract the paper, although their findings were correct. They wanted to cause enormous harm to people's immune systems. And the title of the article is... SARS-CoV-2 uses CD4 to infect T helper lymphocytes. So, not good. There's an article about the lies of Fauci, and these are kind of some snippets that I took out. I'll read this. Yet in November 2021, when Senator Rand Paul questioned Fauci in a congressional hearing about his funding of this research and its connection to the WIV, Fauci responded, quote, gain of function is a very nebulous term, unquote and that a considerable amount of effort had been spent, quote, to give a more precise definition 
to the type of research that is a concern that might lead to a dangerous situation, unquote. Paul shot back, you're defining a way gain of function. You're simply saying it doesn't exist because you changed the definition on the NIH website. That's true. They like to change definition, definitions of anything. Shot is really gene therapy. It's more accurate. It's not a vaccine. Fauci today persists in process, professing he has had a dispassionate view on the origin of the virus all along. But as research has continued into the virus's origins, the evidence is increasingly pointing to a lab link. In February, a report by the Department of Energy concluded that a lab leak was the most likely origin of the virus. This echoed a similar conclusion from the FBI. In March, in an interview on CNN, Fauci offered a creative scenario for how what appears to be a lab leak is actually a natural occurrence. Quote, this is from Fauci, a lab leak could be that someone was out in the wild, maybe looking for different types of viruses in bats, got infected, went to a lab, and was being studied in a lab, and then it came out of the lab, Fauci said. If that's the definition of a lab leak, then it, that still is a natural occurrence. Wow. See, he's just totally lying all the time and making stuff up. Incredible. Has to be arrested. Total danger. This is an in, uh, interview with Fauci. This is two years ago. There's a lot of stuff online, a lot of videos and things like that of him being questioned. And I think he's lying. Do you think the Chinese would lie to you? Somebody asked him. Senator Kennedy asked him. Then he made a ton of money. Anthony Fauci defended NIH culture of secrecy, the 325 million third-party royalty complex. Now we know more details. Big pharma, Chinese, and Russian companies, and nefarious characters from around the world all benefited by licensing tech developed at the NIH and paid for by U.S. taxpayers. Newly released NIH documents show conclusively that statements made during congressional hearings to Rand Paul and John Molinar, by then NIH leaders Anthony Fauci and Lawrence Tabak were misleading, if not outright false, regarding third-party royalties paid before, during, and after. Last year, the NIH, Fauci's former employer, doled out more than $30 billion in government grants to roughly 56,000 recipients. That taxpayer largesse buys plenty of friends and enormous influence across the entire U.S. healthcare complex the scientific research drug therapeutic, therapeutic and healthcare industries. In turn, $325 million in royalty payments flowed back in the other direction from private companies, research outfits, nonprofits, and academia to NIH and its scientists. These payments from third-party payers enriched the agency, its leadership, and 2,400 individual NIH scientists. Took a Freedom of Information Act in our federal lawsuit to finally force production of these payment records the public interest law firm Judicial Watch, Watch represents us. So stuff was blacked out. It's just a total crime scene. This is another 2021. Bipartisan legis legislators demand answers from Fauci on cruel puppy experiments. Our investigators show that Fauci's NIH division shipped part of a 375000 grant to a lab in Tunisia to drug beagles and lock their heads in mesh cages filled with hungry sand flies so the insects would eat them alive. And this is another one about Fauci. They have a theory there may be yeast involved because it is sticky and perhaps it came from a Chinese government. They want to share their ideas and perhaps start a U.S. government effort similar to the Manhattan Project. This is from 2020. 
Crazy. This is Fauci on Face, Face the Nation. That's where I think he says he's the science, yeah. Margaret Brennan says, it seems another layer of danger to play politics around matters of life and death. Fauci, right, exactly, exactly. And to me, that's that's unbelievably bad because all I want to do is save people's lives. That's what I've done for the last 50 years, 40 of which of 37 was leading the Institute. And when I see people who scattered around misinformation and lies that can actually endanger the lives of people, but also it is very easy to pick out an individual and make them a target because that's what people can focus on. But you're talking about systems. You're talking about the CDC. You're talking about the FDA. You're talking about science in general. So if they want to, I mean, anybody who's looking at this carefully realizes that there's a distinct anti-science flavor to this. So if they get up and criticize science, nobody's going to know what they're talking about. But if they get up and really aim their bullets at Tony Fauci, well, people could recognize there's a person there. There's a face. There's a voice you can recognize. You see him on television, so it's easy to criticize. But they're really criticizing science because I represent science. Mental. Dr. Fauci referred to prosecutor for criminal charges by Republican Rand Paul for lying under oath about whether COVID came from a lab. That was August 2023. Mention that. Senate hearings during 2022, Dr. Anthony Fauci refused to disclose the companies who licensed his inventions and paid his third-party royalties. Chinese government-owned pharmaceutical companies paid the NIH third-party royalties to license technologies developed on the U.S. taxpayer dime. One such company neighbors the Wuhan Institute of Virology collaborates with the lab and even paid a royalty to Douglas Lowy, a multiple-term acting director at the National Cancer Institute. Purdue Pharma, the makers of the highly addictive and frequently abused OxyContin, Licensed tech developed by, with public funds and paid royalties to NIH, even after the company pleaded guilty to federal crimes relating to opioids. Long-serving former NIH director Francis Collins received third-party royalties on his inventions from four companies that themselves received nearly $50 million in federal contracts and grants since 2008. Crazy. And there he is. He's at Georgetown now. This is June 26. Anthony Fauci to join Georgetown faculty as distinguished university professor. This guy's responsible for millions of death, deaths. Gain of function, those, that original virus killed people. I mean, I'm not even talking about the pseudo gene therapy. All the other shots. This guy's worse than Mengele. Fauci to Georgetown students trust respected medical authorities. I don't trust you at all. And whatever you have to say, trust them, that makes me trust you even less. You're all criminals, man. This is from Fauci. For the most part, you can trust respected medical authorities. I believe I am one of them, said Fauci, a graduate of Jesuit schools, Regis High School and College of the Holy Cross. I would stick with respected medical authorities who have a track record of telling the truth have a track record of giving information and policy and recommendations based upon scientific evidence and good data. You are a liar. Incredible. Incredible BS. You have a track record of not telling the truth. And all your information and policies trash murder people. 
Fauci also explained to the students that while young people may not follow guidelines because they may have lower chances of getting infected than vulnerable populations, that line of thinking is what spreads the pandemic and is part of the problem and not the solution. Think about your societal responsibility. This is all behavioral psychology. Fauci said, we are all in this together. Everybody has a place and a role in getting this outbreak under control. It's already under control. It burned out in 2021. I already talked to Reed, Dr. Reed Sheftall about that. It's already through the system. They're just totally lying. He's just still lying. He's got his things. It's total BS. Stick to the science and stick to the evidence, Fauci replied. If you want to get a message across, build it with confidence in others that you're speaking the truth and you're speaking and advising on the basis of evidence and science. And then he backs up the World Health Organization, which is trying to steal our sovereignty. The world does need a huge World Health Organization for outbreaks like this and even for the general health of the globe to coordinate it. Fake. Europe involved in a mass genocide program. 40 million deaths globally. Just total lies. I mean, it's disgraceful for Georgetown to even have that guy there. He should, I mean, it's grotesque. Five questions for Dr. Fauci on why he decided to join Georgetown. All right, so this wife. One question. It sounds like you still feel that desire to serve others for public service. Fauci, well, that's exactly what I'll be doing. If you're inspiring students, you're certainly serving others. And there may have been some old fogies who want to learn something from me, too. Who knows? Ha, ha, ha. I mean, it's really sick. Here's the article. The Free Press, Anthony Fauci's Deceptions. A trove of emails, Slack messages, and other documents reveal Fauci's behind-the-scenes involvement. Tony doesn't want his fingerprints on origin stories, I bet. He's responsible. This is from uh, fairly recently, September 12, 2023. Bears data is crystal clear. The COVID vaccines are killing an estimated one person per 1,000 doses. 676,000 dead Americans. That's what, that's what Fauci is involved in. It takes about 30 seconds to do a VAERS query that shows the COVID vaccines are deadly. The shape of the onset curve makes this obvious. An estimated 676,000 Americans have been killed, Steve Kirsch, August 6th. And this is the new RSV shot that uh, the demon from hell, Cohen, is trying to pr pr uh, inject into your children. This is Jessica Rojas. Twelve babies died during the trials, but let's go ahead and approve it 10 to 1. It's the ASIP and CDC way. These people are murderers. Yeah, they are. This is really too bad and seems to be part of a Department of Health and Human Services scare tactics re recently regarding RSV, which is generally a mild infection that finds its origin during the development of the polio vaccine. The efficacy of the antibodies from clinical trials is woefully low, and the circulating half-life of such a therapeutic may be as low as two weeks. I'm also worried about allergic reactions in newborns, especially given the high dose of antibodies, and especially given that 12 infants died in the experimental arm of the clinical trial. Wouldn't touch the RSV shot at all. Total crap. Same with the HPV. All these shots are dangerous, super dangerous. 
died suddenly. They spent fifty million on the "It's Up to You" COVID nineteen ad campaigns. They were wrong. They lied. Below is a link to a YouTube video where you can read the comments. It's easy now to see that they lied and misled the public into thinking the COVID vaccine would stop the spread. But back then, most were supportive of these efforts. Go ahead and look at the comments on the YouTube video. People bought into ads like these without hesitation. Scary. Never again. Never forget. Jessica, again. Um, this is how somebody probably died. Stop trusting a corrupted system that's ruled by greed. Yeah, no doubt. Unmasking the mainstream media. The psychopathic, profit-driven medical industry, industrial industry in full swing in Australia. Hopefully staff chat to all the Aussie docs and nurses sacked or threatened over speaking up about COVID jab dangers. So they're not they're being threatened not to speak in the Sydney Hospital. Jewel Sirkin, I still don't know anyone dead from COVID or anyone particularly ill from it, whereas the jabs never seem to leave the body, especially those deadly batches. Yeah. There's some batch numbers here. You can go to how bad is my batch if you took the shot? Also, you should do probably do a round of ivermectin and, and some fasting. Banned COVID posts actually fact, totally factual. So they're there, it's their misinformation. This is Bill Gates. I'm not part of the problem. Bill Gates says his private jet and climate activism are compatible. Yeah, they're not. Anything you're behind is evil. There's more propaganda. Blood clots, the popular breakfast food that could enhance the risk of blood clotting. Yeah, it's not eggs. It's the shot. So it continues, children offered 1500 to take part in COVID trial. This is uh, Jimmy Dore. And it's, somebody made a comment, Brett's dad is Les Weinstein, known for an antitrust suit that formed the modern FDA on the back of a third Reich product, product thalidomide, which gave us mRNA. Ask him about his dad. So it looks like Weinstein's dad is involved in the FDA. Viva Fry. This guy's from Canada. At the entrance, entrance of the Victoria General Hospital in Halifax, these MFers knew all along, as they were telling us it would prevent transmission when they knew it didn't, as they were coercing Canadians to take it, as they were demonizing Canadians as conspiracy theorists for not wanting to take it. That's what you called Canadians, right? Racist, misogynist, extremist. And you still got your sycophants and bootlickers defending you, even some children. I wish you lived to a ripe old age so you can see history judging you in real time. Now there's a vaccine injury support program on that thing. CDC altered Minnesota death certificates that listed COVID vaccine as a cause of death. Of course they did. They're covering it all up. They have to. And this is something I've covered before, but somebody brought it up again. But it was uh, President Trump was going to start a commission on all the ill effects of vaccines because vaccines were causing bad things. And I said, that's a dead end. Don't do that, said Bill Gates, and it stopped. Jim Ferguson, exclusive, shocking revelations, full interview. DNA is in the vaccines. 40 trillion spikes in every shot. People who took the vaccine could be completely infertile in the next five years. They were controlled by the U.S. Department of Defense. The people who were controlling the release of the shots wanted to see how different levels of DNA or RNA within it would be handled by the people who took the shots. Oh, you're, you're a guinea pig. DNA is in us. 
vaccinated and DNA can keep making RNA and spikes for another decade. It's not just the vaccinated that are at risk. The DNA in there is what making it dangerous to every human on the planet as we speak. Myocarditis has an established death rate of 50% after five years and 75% after 10 years. Some studies have shown that the vaccine has caused 20% of people developing myocarditis. The vaccine is what causing myocarditis. Germany has an 86% rise in all-cause mortality compared to normal. The unwitting coup. Was the response to COVID effectively a coup by Western intelligence community? Good question. The world has been counting on the intelligence community to call out anything untoward about the response to COVID. Of course, that won't happen because they're the ones who planned it, Michael P. Singer. From an early day, commentators have noted that the response to COVID had all the look and feel of a coup attempt. The masks, the slogans, the symbols, the lies, the sudden inversion of long-cherished norms and values. The Western intelligence community was behind the birth of social distancing as public health policy via Richard Hatchett and Carter Mecker, operatives with deep ties to the highest levels of intelligence and biosecurity communities through their work on biodefense policy during the Bush administration. In what may be the mother of all COVID cover-ups, Hatchett and Metcher's story that social distancing was based on a 14-year-old science project, as told through the New York Times and celebrity author Michael Lewis, appears to be nothing but an elaborate cover story for the fact that the concept was lifted directly from China's long-standing policy of lockdown during SARS in 2003. The intelligence community either planned or was in attendance at nearly all pandemic simulations that began being held on a semi-annual basis, beginning with Dark Winter in 2001. Current Director of National Intelligence Avril Haines was personally present and sat directly beside China's CDC Director at Event 201, simulation of a coronavirus pandemic, which took place just weeks before COVID was revealed. Wow. What a uh, coincidence. It's a really interesting article. I recommend you read the whole thing. Title of it again, The Unwitting Coup Was the Response to COVID Effectively a Coup by the Western Intelligence Community? All these people's names pop up. Cadillac. Tread carefully. The courts view C-19 vaccines as safer and more effective than zinc and vitamin D. Yeah, you got to watch out. It's Peter Allegan. And this is a guy who mysteriously died. It's kind of like an SFK death. Jessica Rojas. Nearly eight years has passed since Dr. Jeffrey Bradstreet, a renowned physician known for his skepticism of immunizations, particularly the MMR vaccine, and his progressive autism research was found dead, floating in the North Carolina River with a single gunshot wound. His family still has no answers. Leading up to his death, Bradstreet was working with a highly controversial molecule that occurs naturally within the human body and is believed to be capable of treating and reversing autism. Researchers claim that GCMAF, or globulin component macrophage activating factor, which becomes the GC protein after combining with the vitamin D in the body, is effective for treating HIV, diabetes, and diseases of the liver and kidneys. More importantly, GCMAF experts predict that the natural molecule has the potential to be a universal cure for cancer. Well, he's got to die. That's for sure. Chuck him in the water. Chuck him in a river. So, yeah. Inversionism. Spike protein and lipid nanoparticle biodistribution and 
pharmacokinetics. Why did the COVID vaccine affect menstrual, menstrual cycle in women? It just distributes all through the body. Wellness company, detox from spike proteins. Here's how in 73 seconds per Dr. Peter McCullough. One, natokinase, 2,000 units twice a day. Two, bromelain, 500 milligrams twice a day. Three, curcumin, 500 milligrams twice a day. Reduces inflammation and spike protein damage. These are all available over the counter. Dr. McCullough, they are readily available. And I can tell you people ought to be going out on this because these syndromes we're finding out are bad. Yeah, so detox. Vigilant Fox had doubt. The COVID vax is a crime cover-up and murder at this point. They see the same data, excess deaths and disabilities after vax rollout that I see. And the data has only gotten worse since then. They're killing people. They continue to mandate these jabs at some universities. This is a crime. It's a cover-up and it's murder at this point. <clears throat> we won't be, you know, I think he said, uh, we won't be talking about this for the next 10 years. We'll be talking about this for the next two centuries. This is going to impact everybody throughout the globe for years to come. Yeah, it is. This is an interesting, the government is suing a guy by the name of Dr. Kirk Moore. The U.S. government alleged that Dr. Moore and his colleagues ran a scheme to defraud the United States and the CDC, whereby they destroyed hundreds of doses of government-provided COVID-19 kill shots in exchange for either direct cash payments or required donations to a specified charitable organizations. Defendants distributed COVID-19 vaccination record cards to persons without administering a COVID-19 vaccine to them and administered saline shots to minor children to trick them into thinking they this is amazing. So your own government is literally suing a guy who is actually keeping people from taking the, the murder shot. It's unbelievable. Morbid knowledge. This guy made me think of like Dr. Fauci. Morbid knowledge of Marcel Petois, I think it's P-E-T-I-O-T, a.k.a. Dr. Satan, was a French serial killer who during World War II pretended to aid Jewish people attempting to flee Nazi-occupied France. At his home, he gave them a vaccine, which he told them would protect them from disease. What he actually was giving them was a poison that promptly killed them. He burned the bodies of his victims in his basement furnace. He was convicted of multiple murders after the discovery of the remains of 23 people in the basement of his home. He is suspected of the murder of about 60 to 200 victims during his lifetime, although the true number remains unknown. Registered nurse Sandra Lewis states she was instructed to euthanize patients with midazolam and morphine and withdraw water. NHS guideline. Yeah, not surprised. Investigation of excess deaths in Japan. 180 to 345,000 excess deaths in Japan since the COVID mRNA experiment started. Jewel Smalley. So the AZ batch that caused the rapid deterioration in my wife's frontotemporal dementia got the runners-up spot for the most adverse reactions reported. Wow. All the evidence is there. Like these, uh, I'm showing like a vaccination card that shows you stuff. Jim Ferguson. Forced vaccinations happened in Australia. Pfizer said that people weren't forced at all. Here's the evidence that people were forced and threatened with law enforcement. Yeah, they were They're showing a guy on TV that um, was just witnessed doing coke and then quit. Weird. 
Bill Gates admits nobody trusted him or the experts during COVID. He was, says he was shocked people now refer to him as an evil mastermind. He believes the society has no more trust of, to vaccines than before. So true. The silver lining is that millions more people will never trust these people with their lives again. They distrust the media who fed them lies. They distrust Big Pharma, who too often is looking for profits and not cures. Distrust of our institutions is healthy, with these institutions constantly lie, mistreat, mislead, and treat us as guinea pigs. Yeah, you're being trained to treat us as guinea pigs. Some of these, this newest version of the COVID kill shot was tested on 10 mice, and they all died. That's success. That's how perverse these people are. mRNA COVID shot should be labeled gene therapy products, peer-reviewed study warned. Yeah, they should have done that. They had to change it in these like public perception groups. Or you would never have taken it. People would never have taken it. gene therapy. What? Digital Platform Commission Act proposes new $4.5 billion Internet Code Council enforcers in court. Yeah, not. Yeah, there's a picture of Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, pass. That's why I'm not on Facebook. How is Israel, one of the most highly vaxxed countries, faring? Shocking data from largest healthcare organization shows staggering increase in cardiac arrest and numbers of people dying post-vaccination. 348% increase in cardiac arrest rate, 35% increase in stroke rate. Israel's 21-22 leap in morbidity has not been addressed or explained. I can explain it for you. Robin Minotti, excess sudden deaths of children in Italy. Now, Italian news is starting to report an excess in sudden deaths in the very young. They report that many are blaming vaccines. So what does the expert say? We need to look at what drugs and alcohol these children are take, taking. The denial must go on. Cumulative excess crude mortality in Japan has popped up. Alexandros Marinos, Dr. Cadillac, in his first ever media interview, added, We think vaccine research resulted in the pandemic. That vaccine research was the proximate cause. Absolutely jaw-dropping claim by the creator of Operation Morph Speed. Interesting. You won't hear that on the media. Jeffrey Tucker, a smart man, wrote me in April 2020 of the COVID vaccine. He said this will be an incredible disaster, creating many years of injury and death, discrediting discrediting the whole of medicine and government and media, leading to mass social distrust and possible political revolution. Life would never be the same, he said. I completely dismissed this when he said it. Pharma and vaccines were not anywhere on my radar. I found his concerns to be overwrought. I think about that exchange a lot these days. Daniel Duger, I hate to be the old bearer of bad news, but when astrocytes, perivascular macrophages, microglia, hematopoietic progenitor cells, Alveolar macrophages, gut-associated lymphoid tissue have been productively infected. It is not post-viral, it is chronic viral. These folks should stand to shut up as they are absolutely clueless and are going to get folks knocked off. It's about COVID, um, long COVID. Peter Halligan, SV40 promoters and enhancers contaminate Pfizer-BioNTech kill shot. DNA from manufacturing process raises longer-term cancer concerns with multiple injections. Natural immunity. Meet Brian Johnson. Brian spends $2 million per year 
with a team of 30 doctors in an attempt to become young again. One problem, he loves mRNA technology and got the Moderna vaccine. Now he has heart issues. Will the vax derail his longevity goals? Only time will tell. Dr. Joseph Mercola, the social credit system scheme to topple, topple Mercola. Last month, J.P. Morgan Chase Bank canceled all my business bank accounts, along with the personal accounts of our CEO, CFO, and their respective spouses and children. Over the past three-plus year years, countless people and organizations have been cut off from online payment services and banking services for their views alone. What makes our current case unique is that, my, that Chase is expanding the punishment to key employees of my business and their families, people who literally have nothing to do with me. What we are seeing is the weaponization of finance. You're seeing the weaponization of everything. The whole government's weaponized against you. Everything is weaponized. And you pay taxes for it. It's a total joke. <laughs> Let me repeat that. What we're seeing is the weaponization of finance where people whose views or actions go against the official narrative are cut off from basic financial services. This is the social credit system at work, and soon it will be used against everyone. The debanking of employees and their families is a social credit system tactic to make people start policing each other by punishing associations. This creates discord and distrust and forces people to turn on each other for self-preservation. What is certain is that Chase Bank is not acting on some high ethical or moral ground. In addition to ignoring evidence of money laundering by the Biden family, Chase Bank and Diamond himself also had a decade-long close working relationship with the notorious pedophile and sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein. Yep. Tom Renz. Here's the thread for all of you who had loved ones murdered in the hospitals. The crooked FDA is now saying you could absolutely have ivermectin. I was a witness to talk about the numerous fights I had with hospital systems that claimed otherwise. FDI attorney Ashley Chung Honold now says doctors have the right to prescribe ivermectin off-label for COVID-19. There's a lawsuit. Retsef Levy, Hong Kong, Hong Kong study in circulation unequivocally shows vax-induced myocarditis in adolescence is anything but mild or transient. The 10 to 12 month follow-up on 40 injured adolescents shows large number have long-term heart damage and potential effect on cardiac functional reserve during stress. Regulatory authorities should wake up and set proactive surveillance programs since many aren't aware they're injured yet. Good idea. A tough day for Pfizer Australia and Senate hearings today. Senator Gerard Rennick on fire as he's forced to admit they didn't understand the mechanism by which the vaccine causes myocarditis, pericarditis. So much for trusting the science. They have no idea. It's so disturbing. And then this guy, Paul Offit, he's another kind of pro-kill shot guy. He's willing to go out, but there's an inter exchange between him and Aaron Suri. That I, it's too long to read. Inversionism. If you're wondering why Paul Offit is the way he is and how he inverts the truth so effectively and confidently, it's because his mentor and teacher was Plotkin. Yeah, if you see the Plotkin thing in total, he was a uh, Plotkin was an atheist. He didn't give a crap. He could care less who he was murdering. He had no conscience. He trained a generation of scientists, including myself, to think like he thinks. Well, Plotkin thinks like an atheist sociopath that experiments on orphans, the disabled, and mentally ill, as well as babies in third world countries. Sound familiar? 
Offit did the same with his Rotatech vaccine study, where he used the non-inert adjuvant cocktail as the placebo to discern the vaccine safety profile, meaning it didn't discern safety because several ingredients are extremely toxic for a baby and not inert. Sucrose, sodium citrate, sodium phosphate, tissue culture medium, and polysorbate 80. 44 infants died in total in his study, ages from 6 to 12 weeks old. SIDS was the cause of death for seven. The guy's a monster. Here in Siri, what the casual cruelty of Dr. Paul Offit reveals, considered by many to be the world's leading expert on vaccine safety. Such a joke. It's really hard to take these things. Inversion them. Hey, Dr. Paul Offit, I'm here to further demonstrate how much you lie gaslight and invert reality to defend your criminal pharma handlers, protect your profit, and continue shilling toxic vaccines at the expense of children. These are child killers. They all should be arrested. It just shows what a loser Merrick Garland is. He's a total joke. It's an embarrassment. Do you remember when you did a study with Merck on the rotavirus live quadrivalent vaccine and said you used a saline placebo? Well, we have a clinical study report document thanks to an FOIA request. So we can discern if you were truthful or not. You weren't. <laughs> so before I expose Offit as a dishonest liar, first of all, we must be objective and agree without question that the only way to adequately discern the safety of any vaccine or drug is to use a placebo that is immunologically inert. The problem is placebos were not inert. Conclusion, you didn't use a real placebo, and that's why the adverse event data is almost exactly the same. This is how all of you criminals fudge the numbers to claim vaccines are safe. You're poisoning babies, and we know. No amnesty, no forgiveness, straight to jail. Yeah, right away. They're lying. <laughs> He's just BSing. Big Pharma shill off it. We knew natural immunity worked, but we had bureaucratic concerns. Let's just get this vaccine out there. Dude, another mon literal monster. Child poisoning ruined lives of whole families. Very casually. Very sociopathic. Chief Nerd Brett Weinstein, Heather Hang on Dr. Paul Offit's admi admission of the link between mRNA COVID vaccines and myopericarditis. Quote, I believe what Paul Offit is doing is a limited hangout designed to rescue the mRNA platform from the natural consequences of what we have now discovered at the cost of who knows how many lives globally. Well, I just did a show on that, actually. 40 million. Children's health defense. According to a published CDC paper from 2021, 25 babies up to one year die from RSV, right? So I've made that same stat. Of course, I mean, you can't even trust that stat, but it's very small considering how many babies there are. However, 12 innocent babies died during the near Sevimab trials, the so-called powerful tool to protect children against RSV. This information directly from the CDC tells us that more babies are going to die from receiving near 7 Mab than they will from RSB. Of course. Yeah, there's a really good exchange between Paul and Fauci on YouTube. And these are the this is proof that the uh, Pfizer employees got different batches. They were reserved for Pfizer employees. I bet none of them are injured. Jicky leaks. Do you know what else is not in the death batch log? Any of the seven batches preserved for Pfizer employees? I'm No, I'm not kidding. So those seven batches had no deaths. There's no injuries. 
I already said this. Pfizer cannot explain why COVID jabs cause myocarditis. That's the science. So they're acknowledging that it doesn't, but we don't know why. This was a train wreck for Pfizer. Lies will always catch up with you. We can tell you exactly where to look to get the evidence of fraud, but need law enforcement to step up. Once they remove the corrupt log from their own eyes, assume that we are on our own. Pfizer's uh, value is going down. I don't know what it is today. And then this is this baloney about no one was forced to take a visor. Everybody was coerced. You lose your job, you kill your grandma, you're psychologically coerced, you're financially coerced. There's all kinds of things. You don't get to opt out. You don't get a choice. Mandate is just a nice nice word for forced. There's not a freaking mandate. Force, period. They know it's coming and are desperate to wriggle out. Now they will put the blame on the politicians to save their skins. They know it's unraveling. In Britain, we all remember those who insisted that people had to be vaccinated to work in care homes and fly on planes. And we know those that pushed the vaccine, such as Sunak, who made a huge profits by investing $500 million of his personal fortune into Moderna while stating they were safe and effective. He's in on it. Well, 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 what do we have here? Pfizer has been stalking the died suddenly director Matthew Scow's page LinkedIn page. We're not for hire, Pfizer. So Pfizer is checking out the guy who directed died suddenly. And this is kind of unnerving. This is a paper from Javier Becerra and Ash East Jaw. Project Next Gen, defeating SARS-CoV-2 and preparing for the next pandemic. Well, they're getting ready. I mentioned Fauci. Nature's proximal origin paper was a work of fraud and scientific misconduct, says scientists, demanding a retraction. A trove of recently published documents revealed that authors of the proximal origin paper believe the lab leak scenario was not just possible, but likely. Yeah. This is Joe Rogan on Fauci. I read his book, The Real Anthony Fauci. It's an effing insane book. I cannot recommend that book enough. When they talk about experimenting on New York foster kids with vaccines and how many of them died, it's effing horrible. I got furious at the regulators, furious at Fauci, furious at these effing psychopaths that were involved in this. It makes you reconsider everything. I know a lot of people, including myself, who were staunchly pro-vaccine. Now I don't think they're honest. I'm not saying vaccines are bad, but I'm not saying I don't think they're honest. I don't think they're honest about the side effects, about the repercussions. And I think there's a massive interest in making money and the more vaccines you give people, the more money you make. The fact that there's this immunity from prosecution, all that is effing crazy. The fact that none of the 72 mandated vaccines have gone through a double-blind, placebo-controlled vaccine safety trials, it's effing terrifying. Yeah, it's effing terrifying. At least you get it. You understand. Rogan understands stuff. Justin Hart. One of the things that is quickly becoming obvious, many of the C-19 vaccine injuries are coming from quality control issues. LNPD frost, file contamination, quantity errors at the batch level, high throughout production changes. Turns out warp speed is a terrible approach to rolling out an experimental vaccine. Who is the veritable father of the vaccine so I can go thank them? And this is uh, something, screenshot, where they... Pfizer imported a special batch of the vaccine for their employee vaccine program. Why? And I, I've already talked about other people. There's a French politician I mentioned who were there different vaccines for different people. Uh, there was somebody out of, I think, Croatia or Slovenia who said that there were different markings for different people. So there's an inside job thing going on here. 
Justin Hart, it's getting hot for Pfizer down under. Australian Senate Committee kicked off its hearing asking Pfizer executives, did Pfizer test whether your COVID vaccine would stop or reduce the transmission of the disease? Then after three tries, he gives up and the calorie just laughs. They non-answered, non-answered. They didn't answer it. Tied suddenly, wow, Australian Senator Malcolm Roberts completely destroys the COVID-19 propaganda machine regarding the mice injected with the vaccine that died. How many of these studies showing fatal outcomes from COVID products are needed before the government accepts the 30,000 excessive deaths that are in part caused by the injections? One in 35 recipients of a Moderna COVID booster experienced myocarditis. The average age of the subjects was 37 years. This is an age where a heart attack is far from their mind. It is an age where someone would get the injection and go about their life, including exercising, and in so doing risk serious heart complications or even being another died suddenly statistic. Safe and effective was two lies. Yeah, it was. Criminal CDC recommends RSV shots for newborns despite 12 deaths during clinical trials. Yeah, she's a monster. No one is evil. Totally evil. I mean, there's no doubt about it. The Dem- Democratic Party chapter of the Cult of Moloch checks the pulse of the USA to see how much more lifeblood it can suck out by declaring a state of emergency from a climate crisis. Yeah. It should be clear to all by now, a state of emergency was declared in the U.S. in early 2020, putting the U.S. on a war footing. All laws, rights, and the Constitution were delegated to BARDA. Sasha Ladipova summarize the reasons for the suppression of ivermectin hydroxychloroquine treatment protocols and the use of remdesivir. BARDA took over the government of the U.S. as a military dictatorship. Yeah. Aussie 17, holy moly, Singapore data drop, population national increase data, 13 increase in deaths, 39% decrease in live births, Something is causing a significant drop in live births and increase in death in Singapore. Well, I guess. Spike in miscarriages and stillbirths directly linked to COVID shots, study finds. A new study by researchers in Switzerland has determined that recent spikes in stillbirths and miscarriages recorded around the world are directly linked to the rollout of mRNA COVID shots. Dr. Frenzer, spike protein upregulation of ACE2 pathways. Europeans, 54%. African, 39%. Ashkenazi Jews, zero. Amish, zero. So who made the bioweapon? The space Amish? (laughs) Yeah, the ACE2 variants. So it's definitely targeting European South Asians. Incredible. Let's go back here. Care home massacres, remdesivir, and COVID vaccines, which killed the most? Joel Smalley. Analysis of Minnesota death certificate data reveals that collectively COVID interventions caused at least four times more excess mortality than COVID itself. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It's the shot. It's iatrogenic murder. Spike protein-induced cardiotoxicity, a potential tsunami of cardiac issues over the next 20 years. How the spike protein's mimicking of radiation damage induces Cardiotoxicity, Walter M. Chestnut. Some of these like adverse events were in certain places. People got different things. Very serious adverse events off the charts in the northern kind of uh, 
part of the U.S. Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, North Dakota, and Montana. So they had all the adverse. And then saline effect there. The people who didn't have it was like New England, Virginia, Washington. Weird. Like they, they, they had different batches for different people. I mean, it's just incredible. Just to total, the government's out of control. <clears throat> Did Seneff and McCullough show that mRNA technology gene-based vaccination alters T-cell signaling that induces profound impairment in type 1 interferon in cancer surveillance? Yes, 100%. They're saying it's like it screws up your T-cells, the genes, gene shot. Jim, For these are pretty grim stats right here. Jim Ferguson, exclusive. American military, military badly affected. 75% will be dead in 10 years of those who are affected. What has Joe Biden, the commander-in-chief, done to his military? Chris Shoemaker reveals startling information about COVID-19 kill shots from American military studies and detected and undetected damage of myocarditis. Spike proteins attacking the brain with strokes. DNA is in the vaccines. The World Economic Forum was involved. <laughs> This is a meme. You got three jabs in one year, and you're still calling it a vaccine, you dumb MFers. MRI technology-based gene injection spike protein shedding. How dangerous is shedding of the LNPs of liquid lipid nanoparticles to partners, children? There's a lot of problems there. Died suddenly. The media and health officials are now drastically backtracking saying that nobody was forced to take the vaccine, yet people were forced to choose between submitting to their demands and taking the shot or lose their livelihoods and not be able to feed their families. If you're one of the many people who refused to take the COVID-19 vaccine, what did it cost you? And somebody replies, it cost me a lot of friends, my job, my relationship with my girlfriend, but I'm pure-blooded. I'm so blessed. Tom says, there have been many costs. My faith in most of humanity, my belief in a social contract, my belief in money. In institutions, my ability to consider the people where I live as anything but enemies, and yet even these people must be protected. They may be, may yet birth a better kind. Yeah. High tech. This is from Steve Kirsch's newsletter. High tech sales executive Jay Bonner, age fifty-seven, had fifteen of his direct friends die unexpectedly since the COVID vaccine rollout. All his friends who died were vaccinated in his entire life. He's never had any friends die unexpectedly. Zero. If the vaccines are safe, the chances of this happening are near zero. In other words, Jay's experience is proof that the vaccines are causing people to die unexpectedly. Think I'm wrong? Where's your anecdote showing that the unvaccinated are dying unexpectedly at the same rate as the vaccinated? Surely these anecdotes should be trivial to find you. Yeah. William Mackis, Pyle Wells, 15-year-old rugby, rugby captain Joseph Gardner died suddenly of a heart attack. Never happened when I was growing up. This is no, maybe I, I only remember one sick child. He died a day after reporting visiting his GP when he began experiencing shortness of breath. Breath. Kids are in danger. Yeah, they are. Vance Murphy, 16-year-old girl, collapsed and died. Her family posted pro-COVID leftist propaganda. But honestly, healthy 16-year-olds don't drop dead unless they've been mRNA'd, crimes against humanity. No question. Ellie Masilt, rest in peace. These are child killers, man. Fauci is literally a child killer at Georgetown, like a 
Jesuit university, supposedly a Christian university. A little literal murder. Like, what is this administration thinking? What do you read? Like, what do you believe? It's unbelievable. Jace Norris died at 27. Drag queen aphrodisiac died on stage after collapsing in full performance. 41-year-old dropped dead on the spot. Acute psychosis. Another case report on acute psychosis after vaccination, this time in a 15-year-old. 15-year-old boy presented to the emergency department of our hospital with a chief complaint of agitation, involuntary limb stretching, screaming two days after receiving his second dose of the BNT 61622B2 vaccine. He was healthy without any specific medical history before the vaccination. After admission, he was observed to demonstrate bizarre behaviors, including sitting up and lying down frequently and talking, taking up the mannerism of praying in bed. We also noted auditory hallucinations and delusions. William Ackes. Sam Lynch had twin girls in September 2022, and less than a week later, she was diagnosed with stage 4 bowel cancer. She's a fully vaccinated nurse. COVID and vaccines are causing aggressive turbo cancers in new mothers. Beloved surrogacy champion Jennifer Allen, mourned by families, colleagues, and friends. 36. Died suddenly. Harmony McKinley-Jones died, passed away. 44. Catherine Huffman. Tonight is an emotional night because I'm back to work on COVID for the sixth straight night, and it rages on. With 80-plus admissions, a massive ongoing surge among only unvaccinated people for weeks now, my mind is focused on the woman I've cared for who must transfer to the ICU. She was. This is 2021, and then she's dead. <clears throat> Silverstein kids, bo kids both lost their lost both of their parents. The father suddenly passed away two years ago, and then the mother just passed away, August fourth. I cannot believe I'm writing this after losing their father Craig suddenly, 2021. The Silverstein kids are once again facing the unimaginable tragedy. Their mom Jill suffered a medical event on Tuesday and was rushed to the hospital. She seems to have had suffered a heart attack and her seizure as a result of a terrible cold, asthma, and COVID mixing together. Her kids, Carter, 18, and Brooke, 14, are going to need that army of support behind them. There she is with her vaccination card. Somebody has to check that dose. How bad is my batch? So that's Hoffman who died July 5th. RN Lily, my 25-year-old daughter was having issues with her heart yesterday. I told her to go to the hospital. You need an ECG. She didn't go until today because she thought it would go away. She now has to see a cardiologist. The triage nurse told that they'd had seven people in their 20s with heart issues on her shift. And yes, she's double vaccinated. It's another guy dead. Morris. Vaccinated. Basketball world shocked by sudden death of college hoop star. Drexel University announced the sudden passing of Terrence Butler, scholar and men's basketball player. He was discovered dead inside his on-campus apartment Wednesday morning. The Baxter not doing well. Been my best mate 36 years, but a strong Giza. Two massive blood clots in his lungs and his heart. Induced into a coma for three days because he collapsed 
The blood clot broke through his brain. Another one dead, died suddenly. One of my best friends from second grade to graduating high school and still stayed in touch, passed away unexpectedly. Terry Waymeyer had her second COVID vaccine. Takes him about two years to die. So they had two shots. She has her celebrating her two shots on the second, third of February, 2021. Died 6th of August, 2023. This is a guy whose son died. The truth must, must come to light. All my boy wanted was to play hockey, and they forced him to get the vaccine. Now he's lost to us forever. This is the harsh reality of this terrible injection. Yeah, they didn't give you a choice. They decided to, to cull the population. Brandon Jills. This is Brianna, Brandon's wife. I, is with a shocked and shattered heart. I have the massively sorrowful news to show that Brandon passed away earlier this week. He'd been battling an incredibly different illness over the past year. We thought his body had turned a corner. We thought death was finally off the table. He was living life and enjoying it again. The kids got to enjoy two full solid weeks. His death came as a massive shock, and it'll take a long time to process. Some people are trying. Sudden passing of Christy Hamilton. And they, the, the thing is, is, these guys show their, like, how many shots they got and lost. John Van Ness. 60 of Waterford. I'm down 30 pounds in six weeks. I'm not trying to use my stage one neck cancer treatment as a weight loss program, but I'm finding it hard to eat with no sense of taste. And your face is bolted to the table so they can zap you with lasers. This is um, Martin family visiting. One of their kids died from the backs from a kill shot. We're sorry to report that Craig Daugherty, a correctional officer at Western Illinois Correctional Center, died unexpectedly at work from a blood clot last week. I took the shot. Another guy died. Patrolman Samuel Irvin passed away suddenly. Steve Buchanan, my brother's wife, unexpectedly died a week ago because of a blood clot in her lungs. She died in his arms on an airplane. The clot came out of nowhere, according to her doctor. Before you asked, Ask. She was forced to be vaccinated in order to take a cruise. And now, this. Coincidence? Nope. Michelle Van Dash. It feels utterly unbelievable. Something she would have definitely ascribed to this being the worst timeline. She she's passed, sadly passed away peacefully in her sleep overnight. Michelle Van Dash sadly passed away peacefully. <coughs> Dr. Dr. Federica Strocio died suddenly, 36-year-old. Torn from life from an incurable evil that was discovered just under 12 months ago. William Mackis, it's been a fascinating 24 hours. These are UK doctors. This is their reaction to me suggesting a possible link between taking four COVID-19 vaccines and then developing cancer recurrence. And then Jennifer responds, my father is dead, my uncle, my boyfriend's mom, all within months from MNRA shots in 2021. Since then, I've been to 14 funerals, the youngest being a stillborn, and my good friend that died in her sleep at 42 after getting boosted. This is murder. This isn't a casual coincidence. Right, figuring out. 
Mike Portillo died August 1st. He was working out in collapse. It was his heart. This is the Roman Huffman who died. Nicola was 34 and healthy. Within an hour, she had a systemic allergic anaphylaxis reaction. Previously healthy and active 12-year-old boy is on life support after acute myocarditis quickly turned into heart failure, and he ended up needing an emergency heart transplant. He found several clots in his brain, and he needed emergency brain surgery. He's never had COVID. I think they sadly passed away. 37-year-old technology genius dies after battling with long COVID since March 2020. Went into fatal multi-organ failure from long COVID. That's it. So it's still ongoing. Things are still going bad. And uh, Anthony Fauci's walking among us. So it's a disaster. Thank you for listening.